Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl, Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we are thinking about ayahuasca. I said it right? Yay! I said it really slow because I had to really think about it. (laughs) You know, uh, the the, uh, indigenous tribes, they say ayahuasca. Oh, they say it's smooth. Ayahuasca. It just snaps at the end. (laughs) I like that. I mean, what is it, though? What really is ayahuasca? So ayahuasca is made from a shakuna uh, leaf and ayahuasca vine. And it has been uh, it has been a teacher amongst the indigenous tribes around the Amazon, Peru, Colombia. Uh, it can be it could be compared to peyote uh, with the Native American tribes. Right. They used it during their spiritual ceremonies for vision, uh, for connection, uh, to remain connected to who they truly are, as opposed to these, you know, uh, uh, labels and attachments that have become our stories, you know, in the human experience. Yeah. And how did you get into this, if you don't mind? Uh, I do not mind. Um, so they take so I'm going to finish they take the vine and the in the leaf and a shaman will cook uh, it's an elixir so they will cook it over a 24 to 48 hour period uh, it's done very uh, ceremonial uh, there are prayers that go into it they sing to it and then what comes out is ayahuasca which is the the sacrament that we ingest to connect with that spirit like one might connect with uh, with the spirit uh, through uh, psilocybin, through mushrooms, right? Mushrooms mm-hmm. uh, have an intelligence about them. Um, and when ingested, you know, you go on a, a psilocybin experience or a mushroom journey or... Or a trip, <laughs> I yeah, guess. Yeah, so. it depends on, you know, what your background is. Yeah, or a trip, whatever people will say. And, oh... Uh, that's interesting because I've heard of it in like documentaries that they have on on Netflix when you were explaining the procedure. I think I've actually seen um, something like that on a documentary, but I never really knew of anybody that would actually go in that journey. I mean, if you don't mind, why did you want to go into this journey to actually try this? I mean, I'm assuming, did you try uh, mushrooms as well to try to get that spiritual connection? Or was this something that was just brought up to you and you were like, man, why not try it out? So so we'll use mushrooms. So so ayahuasca goes back to the indigenous tribe. Mushrooms, uh, because people are more familiar, we'll use that. Uh, two different, two two different entities, but but you know from the the same type of thing, right? So as I was a kid growing up uh, in the country in good old you know Georgia, <laughs> uh, uh, friends and people used to walk through the cow pastures and just pick mushrooms and dry them out and eat them, and they were for fun, you know, uh, because it, it's a it's a connection and. You had the visuals and 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 see things, but back then it was just wow, man. You know, look at what this does to you, right? So I didn't know that they were actually done ceremonial until the last uh, four to five years. But mushrooms, just like uh, ayahuasca, just like peyote, go back centuries and centuries, um, and there are different types. So. 
Um, and I'm not a big history buff, but I know uh, like uh, the Animascara mushroom. The, it's the, like a red mushroom with, uh, with, with black dots on it. That is actually linked back to the reindeer days in Santa Claus, where they would sit around and and and, and eat mushrooms, and you know that's and and I don't want to get too far because I don't know enough about it to talk about it. Yeah, that actually ties back. There are people uh, who talk about you know how the mushrooms were eaten by the reindeers and and the people in the village, and they would celebrate, and then all of a sudden you know then there's Christmas, and there are tales and things like that. That is interesting. I didn't know that. To be honest, I had no idea about that. That is really cool. That is really cool that that's what they that's what they did, and that's, I mean, how do how they celebrated? I think that's interesting how people find a way to connect with their spiritual self or a spiritual, you know, entity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some sometimes it's a little risky because if I feel that if your mind isn't in the right place, you may not necessarily be able to get yourself out of that area i mean but what is that your opinion on that uh well everyone's journey is different right Mm -hmm. and it's hard to really explain the experience i could use all the words that are in my vocabulary or the vocabulary you know uh in the dictionary but it's it's you can't you can't describe describe it Right. So everyone's experience is different. Uh, There's a saying that you don't always get what you what you want, but you always get what you need. Right. So and then people come uh, to to ayahuasca or different plant medicines for different reasons. Some people want uh, spiritual connection. Some people want to see what the hype's about and see what's on the other side of the veil. Some people um, and it's really, you know, which is the work that we do at uh, paranormalretreats.com is uh, is for healing, right? It's sad to say, but I would venture to say that 99.9% of the people on the planet, uh, most especially the ones that that, that we work with, uh, that I'm familiar with and can speak from experience, women uh, is, a, is a rule. And this doesn't, you know, everyone's life is different, but as a rule, women... Uh, have always been looked at uh, or targeted. There's a, there's a lot of trauma, sexual trauma, you know, things like that with women. I see it all the time. We talk about it with men. You know, it, it's a different type of trauma. You got to be a man. You got to stick your chest out. You grab the woman by the hair and drag him to the cave. And and no, that's nothing more that. Than, than generational trauma that started a long, long time ago and have been passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down, right? They are identities. Uh, I'm only beautiful if I'm, you know, look this way or I'm not loved. My mom didn't really want me or my dad never spent time with me. Whatever the case is, right? You could go on and on. In the psychological part of it, uh, in these identities, create the story of our lives, who we are, what we're capable of. I'll never go to college. I'm not smart enough. No one ever went to college. You know, I'm a woman. I have got to be in the kitchen cooking, whatever. So you get the the, the picture, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's not how it is. That's not how it is at all. See, so, so we started out spiritually, you know, with, uh, through, you know, history and, 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 you know, every country, has you know Africa has their own their own plant medicine. Uh, the you know Peru has their own plant medicine. The Indians, uh, uh, Native Americans, have their own. 
right? So as as we have moved away from our from our spiritual connection to to God, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 identified with these stories, then we lose that connection, and you wake up living a, a human experience, and and all you know is my name is Jay, uh, and I'm a construction worker, and I'm not worthy enough, and I'm supposed to be this way, and and that's what you identify with. And again, in there are your limitations and your self worth and your confidence and all that goes along with that. Yeah, that's that's true. I like the fact that you brought that up because sometimes our self limitations basically we're self sabotaging ourselves and mm-hmm. we're very much limiting who we can really be. I mean, and then it comes down to fear, you know, because we put limits because of those fears. And I love how you said those generational like passed down traumas and mm-hmm. those type of things are real, you know, and people really need to talk about that and acknowledge that. And I know you talked about your retreat and I'm really glad that you did because I was just about to bring it up. So thank you for bringing it up Um, because it's curious to me because I've seen, I see, I know I'm such a common person, but I've seen like videos and it always makes me wonder like, how do you find these? You know what I mean? Like how do you find or what, or just get into one of these retreats and what really happens in there? Because sometimes people say you go to these retreats and then you end up getting into a cult or you know you you end up losing who you really are and then some people they come out and they feel so refreshed and rejuvenated and a whole new person you know so i guess i guess it is kind of what you said it depends on each person will have their own experience but how did you how did you come across this did you end up going to a retreat yourself and somebody was like you should check this one out I did. So, so my background is, uh, is, is just straight up Baptist, right? Okay. Uh, kind of the traditional Baptist church. There's, you know, one God up there in heaven, you've got to accept Jesus as your personal savior. And then, then you will make it into heaven. That's the only way, um, you know, same sex marriage or same sex relationships is blasphemy. It's a sin. If you drink, it's a sin. If you cuss, you know, so you get the idea, right? Yeah. Which is not the case at all. Mm-hmm. at all from from where I'm at now so uh so I was I was like the normal person and I hated my life I hated my job you know I was divorced and and uh, I found myself on the sofa one night and in this emotional just you know just screaming you know what's going on what is the truth are you even real is you know and God is real but God is not. I mean, it's it's so much more than than that. God is all of life, mm-hmm. and all of life are individual expressions of the one collective consciousness of God. Right? There's a tree. There's a male. There's a female. There's you know. There's gay. There's straight. There's grass. There are butterflies. We're all individual expressions, but we're all of life, and we're all connected, <clears throat> and we're here to support and and feel fully alive and and create more life. Right uh, to 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 flourish like that like the butterfly. No two butterflies are alike, but each butterfly is most beautiful in its most authentic expression. Right. So, anyways, I prayed that prayer. Didn't know anything about nothing. You know, people who smoked weed and did mushrooms were hippies, and tree huggers and people who did yoga were were hippies. And you know, that was my that was my programming. It's all that I knew. Uh, and so I prayed this prayer, and exactly one week after this prayer, I found a book. 
You know, like the universe began to work. It was a secret by Rhonda Burns. You know the book? No, I don't. Can you repeat it again? Because it kind of like it broke up in there. Can you say the name of the book again? It's called The Secret by Rhonda Burns. Okay. Very famous book. It's about it's about the law of attraction. Like attracts like. You know, you will attract into your reality what you are inside, what you become. Okay, yeah. So so everything that you are, everything that you believe about yourself, everything that you feel is is what you will see. You will see lack as opposed to opportunity. You will see, you know, uh, one ear shorter than the other instead of the beautiful expression, right? Because behind the scenes, no one's perfect, right? It's yeah. all it's all uh, uh, a perception of the individual based upon all their stuff, right? So, anyways, I found law of attraction. And I began to, to, I read the book a few times and began to do my research. And I would find Oprah, Steve Harvey, uh, Wayne Dyer. Like, it was like a secret that everyone knew about but me. So Don't I learned you how to hate that. <laughs> huh? Don't you hate that? How dare they keep that secret from yeah, you? That's right. That's right. So so it was like a secret that, you know, that, that, that I'm not going to say successful because, again, you know, success is a perception within the individual uh, experience. But what we would label as success, you know, financially abundant, you know, they look like they have it all, like they're happy, they, you know, they're, they love and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I did my research and I got deep into personal development. Had a, now, now, I had a great job as far as money goes, benefits, a, a good house. I had a good life from the outside, but on the inside, something was calling me. There was a message that I had. There was something pulling me. I didn't know what it was. So I prayed this prayer. A week later, I found this book and and I just, it was like bells going off. And, and all I heard inside in my heart was, here are your answers. So I got into meditation. Uh, I would do all these different, you know, rituals and get up in all hours of the, you know, night and different religions. And I, re- I was open to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, then I learned how to manifest, use the law of attraction to, for manifesting. I began to manifest. I manifested money. I manifested houses. You know, I, I manifested. I worked on it. Right? It wouldn't work. Then it would work. So I, I worked on my craft. Uh, once I got all that, you know, uh, in a good, in a good place and begin to learn the techniques and, 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 and how to manifest and, and create everything that, that, that I was dreaming of. Now it didn't just show up on my doorstep, Yeah. but, but, but going into the process, you begin to, to manifest and, and it just kind of happens overnight where you're like, oh my God. You know, I want this in my life and I want this in my life. And, and you know, it's, so it's just a beautiful flow of process that you go into when you finally realize I can create whatever reality that I decide as long as the laws don't conflict with each other. You can't go out and kill someone and expect, you know, to be loved. You can't rob a bank and, you know, you can't jump off a building and, and fly. I mean, so, so the God's laws, man's laws, all the universal laws, which, which are essentially God's laws, they've yeah. got to work together. But when you learn how to how to work with them together 
and and you learn all these processes and changes, then it's like magic before your eyes. When you finally learn how to believe in it without the mind saying, what are you doing? That's voodoo. That's what, you know, that's, you know what I mean? Before the mind tries to take over, when you learn that, it just shows up the first 10,000 times you're surprised. But after a while, you begin to just smile and say, you know what? I'm happy, but I'm really not surprised anymore. Right. So, so anyways, I'm sorry I get... It's okay. It's it's perfectly fine with me. I do it all the time where I get sidetracked. But I feel like those moments are precious because they add they add more to the story. So it's okay. Oh, I'm just so in love with my life, with every part of it. So anyways, um, so things are going good. And I begin to manifest. I begin to, you know, to pray, you know, to, to meditate on it. I want more, more knowledge, more freedom, more wisdom, you know, more, more, more. Everything come falling apart. I'm going to come crashing down. Everything fell apart, come crashing down. The personal development, it's like, where did that go? I was at the bottom. Two years later, I find myself in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm -hmm. I look back and saw that crash mm -hmm. is, the, is the move, the catalyst for St. Pete. I go to St. Petersburg, and it's a new life. And I begin to create and I begin to manifest and I begin to manifest and create what I asked for back then. But it took the crash, unbeknowing to me, all the way down to suicide, because the first thing I did was jump to, to pharmaceuticals. I'm having anxiety. I'm depressed. I'm having panics. Here, take this, take this and take this and take this. Right. <laughs> So I end up uh, in, in my bedroom, screaming to God again, help me. What are the answers? You know, and 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 there's only one way to get get the pain, to the, the emotions, the the anxiety. It was so severe, so bad with the gun, and I'm literally screaming. And I hear a voice that say, "It's the medications." So I stop. I'm like, "M effort." So I, 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 so then here's another one of those. So there was a girl that I went to the gym with. We were friendly, but we weren't friends. Yeah. She was a pharmacist, like, or, you know, a pharmacist, pharmacist. Mm -hmm. A legal pharmacist. <laughs> a legal pharmacist. That's right. Right. She popped in my head and I sent her a message. I'm in trouble. I need to talk to you. So she calls me up. I tell her what's going on. She asked me what I'm taking. She's like, those are almost all the side effects of all the medicines combined. She says, look, you can't just stop it, but we're going to wing you off of it. So over a three week period, four week period, she calls me every day like an angel. How are you doing? How are you feeling? We're going to cut back a little bit more. She gets me back to safety and she just disappears just like that. She's gone out of my life. I don't see her no more. I don't hear from her no more. So anyways, so uh, so that breakdown led to St. Petersburg. Mm -hmm. Now I'm looking for more, right? I'm still looking for more wisdom, more, more consciousness, more of it. God, give it to me. Mm -hmm. And through another turn of events, I ended up 
in an ayahuasca retreat in Florida. Never heard of it. I actually heard of it four times in St. Pete before I stopped and said, okay, there's something there, right? Right. Uh, friends were talking about it. I'm thinking, now oh, you're going to the jungle to get high. To this point, it was just personal development. <laughs> yeah. So my first thought was, and I'm not judging, my first thought was, okay, you know, you, 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 you're going to take a trip and you're going to go in the jungle and take this stuff and people are going to watch you and it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And then I hear about it again. I hear about it again. And the third time I'm talking to a mentor mm-hmm. and at the end of the conversation, I think I'm going to ask him about this ayahuasca mm-hmm. before I could even get the words out. He said, you know what, Jay? Have you ever heard of ayahuasca? That may be for you. And that's when I said, <laughs> I'm in. So, so I go online, fill out the forms, and I think I'm going to go and drink this stuff, and all of my problems are going to be healed. All of my trauma, I've been sexually abused, physically abused, tormented. I've been through it. Um, so I go there thinking I'm going to drink this, and it's going to take everything away. Yeah. Ayahuasca isn't a cure for anything, but it's a tool for everything. So say that say that again if you don't mind. Say that last part again. So the ayahuasca I, is not a cure for everything. It's a tour. No. Everything. So ayahuasca isn't a cure for anything, uh-huh. but it is a tool for everything. Ooh, a tool for everything. Interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. Interesting. Okay. Continue. If I'm speaking too fast, I have this Georgia thing going on. No, you're fine. I lived in Georgia for a couple of years, so I totally understand. You are good in my book. Keep on going. So, so I go there, and all ayahuasca did for me. Now, remember, it doesn't always give you what you want, but it always gives you what you need. So I go into some abuse. And I begin to purge. So so everything is energy. We are energy, right? Everything is energy. The trees are energy. But energy creates matter, which is the illusion of reality that we live in. Correct. Right? So so what happens uh, during traumatic events, like animals, we have fight or flight. Right? The animals either fight or run. They, they look at the lion, the gazelle gazelle looks at the lion, says, I'm not fighting, I'll be eaten, and runs. The gazelle gets the safety, the nervous system comes online, says, you're out of danger, go back to eating. The gazelle goes back to his life. The human gets into a traumatic situation, fight or flight, and they, they're too afraid to take either one, and they freeze. And their body shuts down, and then trauma is stored, right? Yeah. That's a so point. it's stored in the way of energy. Yes, there's the memory, and the memory will always be there, but it's the emotions that make up the trauma. It's 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 so it's the it's the the event of the city, it's not the situation itself, it's the reaction, it's the nervous system's reaction to the event that causes the trauma. At the same time, your five senses take a snapshot of the whole scene. Yes. That will come up later as a trigger. Okay? 
So now you have trauma stored in as energy. You have a uh, you have your five senses: your smell, your sight, your touch. You're here of of, of the scene. Mm-hmm. The human body is a living organism designed to reproduce, to give more life, right? And so the living organism is here to to survive in its environment. So it takes on its environment, the the, the uh, generational trauma. It takes on the environment, right? And then and then to survive, fight or flight, right? So what happens is you you've got the event, you've got the 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 the, the, the snapshot of the event, but the mind puts a block because the emotions weren't processed. They feel like a threat to the body because they hurt so bad. I'm afraid, I'm traumatized, I'm beaten, I'm battered, whatever it is. 20, 30 years later, the mind has put a block up. You don't remember it. Some do, some don't, but a lot don't. They don't remember what happened when they were six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever. You're in the grocery store and a man comes walking up with a beard and a bald head, you know, or, or overalls. And all of a sudden, your body... Your, ner- your nervous system perks up because the perpetrator, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that. Anyways, the perpetrator was bald and had a beard, right? It was your, you know, a, it, it's so sad to say it, but it was an uncle or a grandfather or a father. Yeah. Uh, so, so you see this guy in the grocery store and you don't even realize it, but all of a sudden you, you're getting anxious. Oh my God, why am I so anxious? having a panic attack your body sees that guy there's enough about him the smell the head whatever and it says oh crap you're in danger your nervous system comes online but your mind has it blocked yeah next thing you know you go to the doctor i'm having anxiety here take a take a take a you know whatever the pill yeah take a pill right Mm -hmm. your body reacts now, your body is made naturally to survive and operate perfectly like it is. Yes. But now you've added a man-made chemical, and it tweaks your body. Yep. Now, the anxiety is going down, but now you're starting to have panic attacks. Oh, my God, Doc, I'm having panic attacks. Okay, so you need to take this because you're suffering from the side effect. Yeah. Before you go, you're taking pills, right? So back to the ayahuasca. So, so, the, so for me... Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to love myself. I didn't love myself for so many reasons, right? Because of my childhood, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel lovable or accepted. So I wanted to just, why don't I love myself? Take these pains away. Well, what it did is it took me back to a couple of moments in time where I didn't have that option available. And what do I do is I purge. I and a purge is any release of energy. You can cry, you can scream, you can laugh, you can poop, you can throw up. But it's a purge. Most people throw up. I'm in the memory. Everything, I'm right back in there, and then I purge it out. Mm-hmm. My heart's open because ayahuasca is also a spirit. She's a grandmother spirit, and she's very uh, ancient and very powerful. So you're connected spiritually. She's got you wrapped in your arms and and you can actually feel it and she's holding you and you're back in it and you purge it out. Once you purge it out, you begin to forgive. Not only 
do you purge it out? But then she takes you to the uncle to when the uncle was a child so that you can see that the uncle was abused sexually. It doesn't make it right by no means, but it makes it easier to forgive. So what it does, it begins to evoke compassion and forgiveness and divine love, you know, the Jesus type love that that you talk about, right? That's so interesting. he who is without sin throw the first stone, right? So, so that's how ayahuasca worked for me. But that's what I needed. Yeah. Now, you journal, you, you go through the weekend, and when you leave, now you've got something to work on. Yeah. Because it's, they don't kill you. You don't go to sleep and you wake up and your life's perfect. <laughs> it opens you up. Yes. It says... This is who you really are. This, you know, from a spiritual point, this is who you are as a human with your ego, and your, you know, your ego is made up of all of, of all those identities, your insecurities, the voices that that you know have taken, you know, the cry for help to mommy, and wasn't heard, and now it's anger. So your girlfriend or your boyfriend come in, you know. Did you stop by and get the bread? Did, did I ask you to stop? Oh, no, I forget about it. All of a sudden, what happens is that thing comes online. Mama didn't listen to me. He's not listening to me. So what happens? You never do what I say. You never listen to what I say. Right? You go into shadow to that part of you that you've repressed because it hurts. That, you know, Mama just listened to what I had to say. No, 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 I'm busy. Get lost. Now you're an adult. And that trigger, because the, your mate, your, your your husband didn't get the bread. It's not about that bread. It goes all the way back to when you were nine years old. And and so what happens is it come on, comes online and you get mad because that's, that's the part of you that begins to blame. You don't ever listen to me, you know? You don't, you, you're always out doing whatever, you're out drinking, you, you know, all I ask you to do is get bread. And then what happens is he goes into his shadow now his dad is screaming at him. You're worthless. You're no good. You never do anything right. And what happens? Screw you. It's just bread. Go get the damn bread yourself. So now you're shadow boxing. Your pain and my pain is having a fight. Now we're married. You're an adult and I'm an adult. So it appears. But actually, it is little Mitzi and little Jay and you're screaming mommy 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 just hear me and I'm screaming you know uh stop yelling at me you're always yelling at me I never do anything right right Mm -hmm. and so that's where you're at so the ayahuasca gives you these tools but now some so I had we had our, our last retreat a Brazilian a lady who had never drank it before uh great energy just like yourself she just wanted to, to connect. She had been doing work. Uh, she was working on her spiritual self. Her, you know, uh, she's Catholic, but but she knows there's more, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what's going on—the Great Awakening, the uh, everything. Uh, people are begin. They're not waking up saying, "I'm going to go drink ayahuasca." They're waking up saying, "There's more to life than this. There's a bigger purpose to me." 
This is not the life I am supposed to be living. There's something, you know, and so they begin to search. Or people are waking up with PTSD, you know, the 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 and and I'm a veteran that uh has, you know, that that is, you know, uh suffers from PTSD. I've learned to manage it and I work with other other veterans, but there are people with PTSD who the doctor's drugs don't work, the, the classes don't work. Uh, they're they're in cocaine, they're in alcohol, they're in whatever, they're in fights, they're in trouble, they're in jail, and they're about to commit suicide. And all they want is help. So they get on and they start to search, seeking you shall find. And what pops up? Ayahuasca and PTSD. Mm-hmm. So some people come through, this is their last, this is their last try. Yeah. Through the process, and they cry for hours and they come out the other side. And they never take another drink. Well, it's still work. Yeah, I think this is. <clears throat> I think you sharing your honesty and you sharing your perspective and your experience is is very opening and vulnerable. And I appreciate you telling me everything that you you did and your experiences. You know, I appreciate that because let's be honest, in this day and age, it's not. It's not it's not normal to speak about your 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 testimony you know and what you've been through and the ups and down i mean you didn't have to tell me that you were in a room contemplating death with a gun close to your mouth i mean you didn't have to but you did and i love it because you know why it's real it's so real to the core and people need to hear that people need to think about that people need to know that you're not the only one that's contemplated death at thought that you know what death would just make it all go away but in reality it doesn't it doesn't it really doesn't make it go away because the pain is what you feel the the trauma is what you feel and the fact that you spoke about the trauma and how you you relive it and the fact that you said that the trauma takes snapshots of your of your senses and i've spoken with other people who who said that when they had to relive it they smelled the memory they they seen certain things that they didn't they didn't remember at that time and it's so real you know what i mean and we need this we need this reality of the realness that that people are so fogged by the norm of how people are reacting and and living as if it's normal to to not be normal. I mean, it's normal. It's it's for them. I mean, society makes it seem like if you're screaming and and asking for help, then you don't you don't you don't got yourself going on, and you need to just go somewhere else by yourself and go in a corner and figure yourself out by yourself. And it's not what we are trying to do. This generation has changed the game, where we are realizing that we are all fucked up. You know what I mean? We all have trauma. We all have been abused in some way, shape, or form, and I love it. And I thank you for that. And I I thank you for for just being real with me. And to just start wrapping up the show because we only have a few. That's okay, sister. And what can be some lasting words that you can give us off with? I mean, even though you already said some great stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, um, if you are wanting to know more, I know he said his website earlier on in the show, but don't worry. I have his website on my website, mitzithinking.com. You click on his lovely photo and you can find the direct link to his retreat if you are interested in this direction, because it seems like something that if you're down this path and you're really trying to figure out what, where and what to do, 
honey, this is the this is the sign. I mean, come on. Jay said it so many times. How many signs are you going to get before you realize should have had a V8, right? And so, and I know that we have to wrap it up, but our retreats, and go to our website and look at our retreats. It's not just ayahuasca. There's hypnotherapy. There's psychosynthesis. There's breath work, meditation. We've created a process with all these different modalities to open you up, to rem- to remember who you are and to give you the tools to work on these things. Women have been uh, have been sexually abused and raped and treated like, like dirt. Men have been taught to bang their chest and don't cry. And the whole world is walking around with masks on and no one can be their self because everyone's afraid of being judged. Everyone's jealous and envious and guilty and all that. And, and here are your words. Um, emotions. I don't know. Let me go back. Let me do this again. Memories without emotions is wisdom. So when you have a memory and it comes with an emotion, there's something that needs to be worked on. It doesn't matter if it's with your spouse, with your partner. Uh, and, and look, we're all connected. Black, white, pink, purple, gay, short, fat, tall. We're all beautiful expressions of life that, that need to, that they've got to, to learn how to love each other for who we are and support each other. Life supporting life, right? So always know that if someone says something to you, a coworker, a friend, you know, a road rage, anything, if something sets you off, if something pushes your button, there's some work to be done. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We all have work to be done within ourselves. These are some great words from Jay. Thank you so much, Jay. I appreciate you being on my show. You have really dropped some wisdom on us. I appreciate that. But that's it. That's our show, y'all. Y'all take care. Be safe. Always, always keep thinking, y'all. Bye.